In a world where everyone is stressed out with homework and responsibilities, Brent and Jeff are here to remind you to hang loose. Remedy. So welcome back to another episode. To this week we have Dave Landrum, a special guest on the podcast. Um, janitor of Liberty, who just happened upon us. We mm-hmm. were recording our episode in a classroom mm-hmm. because we're hanging with our babes and on our campus. You can't, like, you know, coexist in the dorms. <laughs> so we needed neutral ground. So anyway, he just happened upon the room and dropped some knowledge and hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. So. I think from there on, it was sort of like, oh, we're kind of... Hello! Hey, How's it going? <laughs> would you like to be on the podcast? Um, if you what have, could I contribute? If what you have you any contribute? wisdom for our generation, just what would you like to tell them? It's <laughs> <laughs> a deep question right there. It, first, introduce yourself, though. I'm not on, or am I? It's on. Oh, it's rolling. It's, it's live. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, <laughs> I'll tell you something. All right. The, uh, the sooner you can recognize that the Word of God is the truth, it's the highest level of truth. There's lower levels of truth, you know, like uh, things that uh, educated people know, you know, and train themselves in, and people exalt their word as God's word, and it is not God's word. God's word is the highest level of truth, and his word is final. And if you can come uh, to believe that, it will absolutely transform your entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't, uh, many of the struggles you've been having with Christianity and um, other problems that you've been having in your life that you have felt like God hasn't heard you and God hasn't answered your prayers and uh, things that you thought were unresolvable, they'll, they'll all, they'll all get, you'll, you'll get wisdom for all of them and they'll all change one by one by one. Mm-hmm. You'll see it all happen before you and, and, and you'll, you'll, you'll find that um, God's word really is true and we don't, grasp what truth is and and we're not used to hearing the truth and we hear people say things and um, we um, we okay we hear people say things and we generally don't hear everything they're saying and this is true with uh, you know you've heard the term read between the lines well with God's word is read the lines, read every word, and 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 start paying attention to what it's saying because it really is absolutely. I mean, there's so much more just keeps coming out. I became a Christian when I was, or at least like yielded my life to the Lord when I was about a month before 17 years old, and I'm now uh, 65 and a half. <laughs> and uh, the Lord has strengthened me. He has blessed me. He has mm. helped me. I hardly have any gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And, and you know, it's the word of God says that it, uh, 
he says, with long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. And that is for the obedient believer. You know, many people say, well, you know, they, they, there are many ways to misinterpret the scriptures. Okay. <laughs> One way is uh, people say, well, everything's going to work out. Well, it's not going to work out if uh, you don't love God because the scripture says all things work together for good for them that love God and that are called according to his purpose. Mm. Now, uh, if you don't um, love God, and that means being obedient to him, and the only way to be obedient to him is being obedient to the word of God. You don't make up your own rules. We can't. We don't create God in our own image. Although what we like to do is we like to bring God down to our level and say, "Well, He's like us." But guess what? He's far beyond that, and He expects mm -hmm. us to be. Uh, he says, "Be ye, or be you, be holy, just as I am holy." Mm -hmm. And in, in seeking Him, we start finding out what that really is. And it's not a matter of trying to be good. It's a matter of him transforming us into being more godly, being like him, so that we, you know, the more, uh, you know, Scripture says we shall be like him. There will be a time when we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. You know, right now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now we know in part, but then we, we shall also, we shall know him even all, as also we are known. There's a lot hidden from us. But he said, seek and ye shall find. You know, he said, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. How bad do you want to know? God, how much? You know? Uh, because we have the option to separate ourselves from the things that are distracting. And there are many distractions. And I'll say many more in this day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because yeah. of a lot of the electronic age and everything than there were when I was a kid, mm. you know. I mean, there's a lot of temptations. Temptations happen to everybody. But here are all these distractions pulling me, pull, pulling us from this to this and that. And uh, just to settle down and, you know, spend time, some quiet time in prayer and studying the Word is, I think, kind of a rare thing, even for Christians. People who claim to know God and to plain, claim to be Christians. Mm -hmm. See, the only time to know, the only way to know God is to get to to uh, spend time with Him. The more time you spend with Him, the more you become like Him because He reveals Himself. And for example, He 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 bec He allows us to be the things He He what we need. Um, can only be ours as we spend time with him and he wants to manifest himself. People uh, have gotten to think that Christianity is just religion. You just do the right thing and, you know, and be good and all this stuff, but it's not that at all. It's a relationship. It's a relationship with God, the almighty who made you, who knows you, who understands your very being and your very hurt, pain and, and your need, deepest of needs. And he only can supply uh, uh, supply what you're wanting and what's empty in your life. Mm. Only he can. And um, and this has become anyway. This is basically it. Uh, but uh, he he's, he's the one that 
that does, does this and not us. It's, and it really takes him to reveal himself to us. We can't by our own, um, you know, it's not him that willeth or him that, him that wills or him that runs, but God that shows mercy. God has to show us mercy and reveal himself to us. And he, he's, he, God, you see, God resists the proud in heart, but he gives grace and draws near to the lowly in heart. And people that will humble themselves, you know, we're told to um, humble yourself in the sight of God. Um, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. And a lot of people try to, on their own power, resist temptation without even humbling themselves before God. God wants us to know that we, apart from him, we can do nothing. Nothing, you know. And Jesus said, having to do with our dependence on the word of God, Jesus said, uh, it is the spirit that gives life. The flesh, all fleshly efforts, profit nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Mm -hmm. And as we take in those words, we'll see the truth of that. And the power that comes in on that, as you're just meditating on the word, it will burst open upon upon your in your spirit and and in your mind, and cause you to grasp things that you've never grasped, and set you free. He that whom the son the son has set free is free indeed, right? Mm -hmm. So, so um, God wants us free, and the only way we can serve Him effectively is to be free. And, you know, to be free in Him and to do His truth and not be in bondage anymore. Uh, you know, and He is He's the one that has the, the power to set us free. Nobody, nobody else can. You know, you can you can go to um, with problems. You can go to psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, your friends, or uh, a pastor, or somebody you respect. But really. God wants you to have a relationship with Him. Mm -hmm. He can do it. I, I mean, uh, he, he wants to be the, the main person. I've experienced many times when I've been alone, lonely, where I'd start calling people. I'd call one person, they weren't home. Call somebody else, they weren't home. Call, I mean, six people from around the country, you know. What's the chance of none of them being home? Yeah. Answer, you know. And uh, this is before texting and everything. You know? But anyway, I, I'd call them all. Nobody would be home. And then I'd realize the Lord wants me to talk to him. Hmm. Not take my problems to people, but to talk to him, casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Believe me, he cares for you more than any of your friends, even your parents. You know, <laughs> your parents have a bit of their mind on you, but he's going to be totally focused on you. Mm -hmm. uh, you would never hear God say these words. Sorry, I don't have time for you. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not that way, you know. Another thing you'd never hear him say is, that's impossible. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's all things are possible with God, you know. So uh, <laughs> it's uh, been... I, been jumping around explaining this, but uh, anyway, these are things that come to my mind, and uh, and the Word of God really is the answer for today, as it has been in every generation, 
And I've wondered why it's taken me so much time to come to the conclusions I've had about the Word of God, why I didn't arrive at them earlier. But part of it was that I had enjoyed the sin that I was in, and therefore God couldn't reveal himself to me. God cannot manifest himself. Can, he, he can't fellowship with sin. And I was allowing a lot of little things to go on, you know. Well, I call them little. I'm diminishing them. They're big things. Because anything that gets in the way between you and God is a big thing. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so um, we shouldn't let any of them get in the way. Uh, God is... Um, God, God has plans for us. And our time is limited. Um, one thing that I've thought about, I saw the, the Word of God said, Lord, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. And when I was young, I read that. And I saw, it was beginning to dawn on me, there's truth in the Word of God. I need to recognize my days are numbered. Uh, now I jump, jump ahead 45 years. And now I'm seeing, you know, okay, my parents, my grandparents have already passed into, into heaven, into eternity. My parents have already, and my wife's uh, father has already passed. And all my aunts and uncles, except for two, have all gone into heaven. And uh, here I am, uh, I'm next in line, st- stepping up, you know, to, to, to face eternity. And uh, not that I... I don't expect to go soon, you know. I expect to uh, serve God uh, in, with all my strength for uh, as long as he gives me, and I expect to live a long and healthy life, just as, like I said before, with long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. Satisfaction, by the way, comes from no other source than God. And um, we, of course, try to fill our lives with all kinds of um, all kinds of other solutions and there are none and it's only till we come broken and humble before God and when he does this over and over again in our lives causing us to understand just look to me I am your salvation. There is none other in all the earth. There's no other salvation. There's no other help, you know. Uh, sure, God brings friends and that'll give you a good word and stuff like that sometimes. And But I'll tell you, he wants to wean us away from that as Christians uh, to depending on other people. And he wants our dependence to be on him. And whatever help he gives us and encouragement he gives us along the way, great, you know. But he wants us to, him to be the object of our worship and our real thanks and, and our, 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 uh, fel- our fellowship, you know. I have, um, uh, I'm a janitor. I've been a janitor for four years and seven months. And I'm doing this because my boys, I want my boys to go to school free. Uh, for free here at Liberty University, and uh, it's a humbling job, and uh, you don't know day, daily. It's humbling, you know, to see people know seeing all these students, you know, young people seeing you pushing a, a barrel around, you know, and or cleaning out toilets and things like that. You know, I mean, 
you're doing the lowest things that uh, just about the lowest things a person can do, you know. And it's it's it's. Uh, but we all need to be humbled. I'll tell you. <laughs> and and there's and uh, God strips us, strips away everything from us that is superfluous and causes us to see ourselves the way we really are in his eyes as we look to him and in doing that he allows his power his truth to be revealed to us his power uh, to flow through us and to others and, um, and and to be a blessing to others and that's been my desire my goal to yield myself to speak his word to, to and to glorify him wherever I go and to give give uh, encouragement to the students while I'm here you know and I pray for them and uh, just uh, as much as I can just keep them uh, direct their focus to the Lord God Almighty and to encourage them to come out of this you know this is a certain kind of hardship of studying and tests and all this stuff I can encourage all you everybody to come out of whatever you're going through come out of it with a testimony Turn to God, give him your prayers and your praise in the situation you're in, and come out the other end with a testimony that you can glorify God with. Mm-hmm. And say, and be able to say, if it hadn't been for the Lord, I would not have been able to get through this. I did not do it with my own intelligence, my own strength, my own willpower. The Lord God Almighty has helped me, you know. He helped me accomplish this, not me and not my talents and my abilities. Mm. You get it? You get it? Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you. Well, um, yeah. Uh, hopefully that wasn't too long. You can no. cut down what you oh, want yeah. to. Yeah, I loved it. What was your name? Dave. Dave. Can you say your full name for the for the microphone? Um, Dave Landrum. Okay. Dave yeah. Landrum. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Dave. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. That was amazing. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, awesome. Dave. What's your name? I'm Paige. Paige yep. and uh, Jeff. Jeff. Yes. And Trent. Trent. Grace. Grace. Okay. Well, I'm sure it's been precious talking with all of you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much for sharing. And you know, when you tap into somebody, see, my, my goal has always been to speak unto edification, exhortation, and comfort. Uh, we're supposed to desire earnestly the best gifts, especially that you may prophesy. Prophesying consists of speaking unto edification. Ed, you know, edification, which is building people up, strengthening exhortation that can be strong encouragement towards something or away from something, and it includes correction. Edification, exhortation, and the last one, comfort, which we all understand and need. So my goal is always to speak to edification, exhortation, and comfort. And in doing that, the more I yield my tongue and myself to do that, I have noticed that the spirit of prophecy comes on me more. This mm-hmm. same spirit that God wants to use to build up the church. You know, that's God's goal is to build up the church. And your goal, all your goal, should be to build up one another in the Lord to so that everybody not learns to depend on one another or have a good time, but to learn what God has to say to them and, and to depend on the Word of God, you know, and, and not on a man. Uh, 
Cursed is the man that trusts in man. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. Mm. You know, woman too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I uh, that's that's is my goal. Just let God, uh, and in doing that, God will be manifest in the church. The body of Christ will be built up, and everybody depends on the head. And Jesus, the Lord Jesus, will reign, and and the church will be able to accomplish as one body in Christ. God's will on the earth, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. So, and and so, I that's what I want to accomplish that, and to be used in whatever manner God chooses for me to accomplish that. Well, I think just from listening to you, it sounds like you're doing a great job of that, and that was very encouraging for you sharing that. And I don't think it's a coincidence that. You know, you came in here when we were recording. Yeah. I, think I, I loved it. I loved it. Well, thank and you. We appreciate you sharing. Thank you, because I'm, I'm not generally the kind of person that is able to think really quick on my feet or anything. But I, did. <laughs> I mean, and I don't really know how organized everything that I said was, except that it was from my heart. And yeah. uh, and my prayers that it is a blessing to somebody. I'm sure it is. Yeah. yeah. It already has been. So. You blessed our night. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. That's good. I'll tell you because the more I found that the more I let me say this the, the, <laughs> how much time you guys <laughs> anyway all my life I've had heart problems okay and that can affect you I don't know if you know anybody when you're young things are great you know I mean your health is great and everything and uh, you don't generally think about that or come to contact with people that have, have really run into some some physical problems and, you know anyway of my life when I was a teenager my heart was had some arrhythmia to it uh, but I didn't pay much attention to it I think it fatigued me some but I still exercised a lot anyway and went along my way doing all I could but uh, in recent years my heart started really whomping and I mean like boom 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 Boom, boom, boom. You know, I mean, just like that, I'm real off and pounding. And I got uh, diagnosed with uh, atrial fibrillation. Um, and uh, that caused me to be so exhausted. Uh, four and a half years ago, when I started here, I, I just couldn't go very well. I did my best, but I, I was always just wearing out each day. And I'd had to sleep like 11 hours a day got to the point where I was so fatigued, so tired, that it was getting worse and worse. And I have a thing, and, uh, this isn't against anybody who loves doctors and stuff. I, I love doctors, my brother's a doctor. But anyway, I wanted to believe God because I had seen him manifest himself many times in healing. My sons, I mean, I, I prayed for my sons since they were born and uh, before they're born and now they have enough faith so that they can pray for others and they get healed mm -hmm. See I pray for them. They get healed over and over and over again. They say, this is normal <laughs> So they go out and pray for others And, they <laughs> and so uh, and this is an important thing to learn in your own family because you can really bring faith in your own family If you'll Commit yourself to studying the Word of God on healing anyway, so I uh, Okay, so 
I got to the point where my heart was really bad. I was, it, was, it was hard for me just to simply move myself forward, much less think to get myself going. It, both my thinking and my body trying to make it go forward was very difficult. I started calling on God. He gave me the scripture. Jeremiah 33, 3, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. I have heard that scripture before, but I realized, okay, I'm going to be honest, because God's word is true. I know it's absolutely true. It's not based on, not based on my experience. Whether I've experienced it or not, the word of God is still true. It's, the word of God's truth is not based on me experiencing it as true. You know, there's something yet for a person to go into and find if they haven't found out that the word of God is true. You know, he, so I realized, okay, he says, call unto me and I'll answer thee. I've prayed and prayed for years about getting healed. And yet, apparently, I haven't called on him to the degree that I need to, or he would have answered me. Because he said, if I call on him, he'll answer me. You see, God's word is flat out true. It's not like, well, maybe he wants me sick. I don't believe that way. You know, God doesn't reveal himself that way. Jesus, everywhere he went, he went preaching, teaching, healing. You know, he's a man full of the Holy Spirit and with power, going about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Of course, people that don't want to be healed don't get healed, and people that didn't seek him out didn't get healed. If they didn't show up for the meeting, they wouldn't get healed. <laughs> get it? Yeah. And many of those in the crowd came from long distances. They had already proved their faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. They had already proved their faith by showing up. You see? You get it? Mm -hmm. God sees the heart. Man looks on the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. He knows what's going on exactly. There's nothing hidden from his sight. Nothing. And so... I started seeking God. I said, okay, I don't know what the perimeter is here on seeking God. Call on me and I'll answer thee. I've called on you. What else do I do? So I started spending time, more time studying the Word of God. I, mind you, I'd already been studying the Word of God and praying, but I started spending more time. And I spent, started spending more time on my knees in prayer alone. And I doing that more and more and more until... <laughs> okay, nothing's happened yet. I'm going to increase it. Okay, nothing's happened yet. I'm going to increase it until, uh, and this is somebody who really wants an answer, you know. I mean, I need it or I'm going to die. You know, it's awful. And I didn't want to get a pacemaker. I didn't want to have strokes and I didn't want to have heart attacks, which is the general down, downward trend of having atrial fibrillation. My dad had it. The devil telling me, you're gonna, you're like father, like son. You're gonna, you're gonna have the same problem, and you're gonna keep on having it. Well, I didn't want to believe the devil, and uh, I don't want to believe like this lower level of truth. I want to believe this high level of highest level of truth that God has revealed. You know, the lower level is that uh, like father, like son. It's all in my DNA. Uh, the doctor says I have it, etc. The higher the level is. Surely has borne my sicknesses and carried my diseases, the chastisement for my peace was upon him, and with his stripes I'm healed. That's the high level of truth that I want to live by. You see what I'm saying? Uh, not the lower level, you see. And so 
after about six months of building, basically building up my faith, because without faith it's impossible to please God. God can't manifest himself unless you're at the level of faith for that manifestation, okay? He just can't. He, he doesn't. But if you humble yourself, he will give you the faith. Humble yourself, receive the word of God, seek him with everything you've got, and he will give it. Well, what happened one Saturday morning, I was praying in my basement, on my knees. I was just praying as hard as I could. Oh, dear God, I need an answer. I need your answer. I'm feeling terrible. I really need your help. I've sought you with all I've got. Please give me the tenacity to hold on and keep on going. And because I just wanted to give up. And after praying for about an hour and a half, I just opened my eyes and felt the peace of God all around me. And I felt good inside. And I went to the doctor a few days later and I said, dear Lord, what's happened to me? Because <laughs> I feel good. And, and the doctor checked my heart and he said, he said, I don't want to hear any atrial fibrillation. <laughs> I said, none at all? And he said, no, none at all. And I said, the Lord has healed me. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. And now I don't have to sleep 11 hours a night. <laughs> and I can, I can, I can just, I can just, uh, from the front, from the beginning, Monday all the way to Friday, I feel great, <laughs> and I'm not exhausted and torn, just whoa, you know, dragging. I feel great. The Lord is the strength of my life, and I want to tell each one of you, right here. You get that integrated into your life. Anytime you feel like you're lacking, anytime you feel like you can't make it, that you feel like the devil's telling you you're a loser. You just counteract it with, the Lord is the strength of my life. And I'm, I'm, I'm able to do it with him, and he is with me. So you just say that. Can you say that? The Lord is the strength of my life. Mm -hmm. Can you say that? The Lord, the Lord is the strength of my life. life. That's right. And you just say that. Anytime you get bombarded by these thoughts and stuff, and, and all these lies. The Lord is the strength of my life. You've seen how in Old Testament, he just, there were, I counted, I was listening to, to, to Joshua today, and I've got a Bible here that's the Old and New Testament, and I listen to it all the time, mm -hmm. okay? And Joshua, uh, okay, like there are like 15, at least 15 kings that came up against them. They all banded together. We're going to get him. You know, they, they started saying that, that God is with them. Saying, okay, we'll just get more numbers. And they got, all got together and the, the Lord wiped them out. You know, he said, be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. You know, okay, I'm going to be strong and of good courage. I'm not giving up. God's with me. I don't care who's out there. I don't care who is against me because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I don't care how many there are. I don't care if there are giants out there because God is going to help me defeat them. I don't care. Greater is he that is in me than anything else that can come against me or you. So... Uh, and I, I challenge all of you to, to just as it, I called, call upon 
me and I will answer thee. Jeremiah 33.3, call upon me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm, I'm just urging you to call upon him with all your heart, whatever it is that has been missing in your life, that you know God wants you to do, accomplish, have uh, or, or answer in a prayer, instead of doing it so half-heartedly, do it with everything you've got. Blind Bartimaeus, example given in the New Testament, saw, heard that Jesus, he couldn't see him, but he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was coming down the road. And he recognized who he was. He said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. And that there must have been 2,000 people or more in the crowd, and they were all making noise. But he was heard over the whole crowd. The Lord showed me that man was screaming at the top of his lungs. He was screaming with everything he had. Now, we don't, have, <coughs> excuse me, we don't have to scream for God to hear us. But we, he does expect us to seek him with everything we've got. And if we're holding back, it'll be just take that much longer for God to answer us. And, and God wants us to, to give it everything we've got. And I'm so, so what I'm saying is, I'm urging you, give whatever it is that's been missing that you know needs to come to pass in your life or somebody else's life. Start seeking him with everything. This summer, you'll have time. You know, you're getting away from school and won't have to study. Seek him with everything you've got and don't give up until God brings the answer because he's going to bring the answer. He will manifest himself to you, okay? Just believe that. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For anybody that comes to God must, one, believe that he is God, and two, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I used to think that I was diligently seeking him, but I found out that he's the one that defines diligence, not me. <laughs> I, and I have to go through this process of getting my definition of diligence changed. You see, instead of being proud and blaming God and saying, I have diligently sought you and you haven't answered me. God didn't say, God, God you know, it's like in Job, are you going to be, could declare yourself righteous and God and condemn to God so that you can con condemn God? No, you know, God is righteous. You know, you know, we do this all the time. We, we call ourselves righteous and condemn God, put him down and say he hasn't answered us and hasn't done his part. And that's just not true. It's time to get honest with yourself about it all and accept his word as the truth and humble yourself before it and, and let him transform you so that he, he can use you for his glory. Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for letting me share. Yeah, thank, <laughs> you. thank you, Dave. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Tell, tell me again. Paige. Paige and Jeff and Trent. Trent and Grace. Grace, okay. Lord bless all of you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you for drawing this out of me. You know, <laughs> of course. That's what happens when you ask the when you ask in earnest certain questions, 
to people, you'll you'll find you'll you'll like drawing them like a bucket out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And if yeah. you're sincere, you'll get the answers you want. There you go. Okay. You so Lord bless you guys. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. You, you should uh, check out the podcast, Hanging Loose with Trent and Jeff. Yeah, you'll be you'll write it down for me. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate you sharing. That was yeah. something real special. That was awesome. You're welcome. I, I hope I didn't hold you guys up. No. Yeah. No. We got two episodes. <laughs> yeah. I guess into two, Honestly, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get to divide my, my healing story into one and then my other. That's one. right. There you go. <laughs> other, you know? Part, yeah. Two parts. Two parts yeah. with Dave Landrum. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, man. I love you guys. And uh, you just keep looking at him because he, yeah. he is, remember, the Lord is the strength of my life. Mm-hmm. What you face, the Lord is the strength of my life. Thank you, Dave. Thank, Thank you, man. Have a good night. Always stay high. It's always yes. encouragement. We'll yeah. do. All right. For Thank sure. Take it easy. Wow. Honestly, that's so amazing. That was the second unexpected guest we've had. First one was Michael at my house. That was oh, this guy had yeah. a little more brief. That was crazy. He is a janitor. I don't know if you guys caught that. Yeah, yeah. And so he good. just, that just goes to show me in our school's dope. Yep. That's like, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> that was awesome. Wow. That was honest. insane. Just like, what the heck? Yeah. That was crazy. I don't think that was a coincidence. He didn't even do anything. Like, he, he didn't take out the here. trash? He walked in here like he was going to tell us we couldn't be in here. I know. So and I was then like, he oh, was just like... Uh, you were like, can you tell us something? <laughs> so I've talked to him like the other, I met him the other day. Oh. Um, it was like the first time I'd seen him, but yeah, he was just like a really like easy going, like easy to talk to guy. So I was just like, hey, you gotta, I, I didn't know what he was going to say. <laughs> I was just going to be like, don't do drugs. <laughs> don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's a little more deep than that. That was That was awesome. That's like it. such a good reminder just to not be like, I don't know, it's so easy just to look at like the custodial people and just not even think twice about yeah. like oh, yeah. them even being human, but it's like literally everybody that you come across has a story and right. it's just so easy to look over people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And yeah, just crazy to think, like he said, taking up that job just so that his kids could go here for yeah. free. Yeah. Who knows? Like that's if he was so walking awesome. by in a suit and tie, you treat him differently. But yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not what you should do. No. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. We got pastors cleaning our toilets. I felt like his voice was a podcast voice. It oh, was like so like deep. I honestly want to like, ask him <laughs> if Andrew if he can speak in our church. It's dude. like seven like at nighttime. I was like, dude, let's go. Yeah. Anyway, that'd be sick. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in on this week's episode of Hanging Loose. Don't forget to subscribe, check out next week's episode, and as always, hang loose, baby.